This is Hello Boss Girl with Carrie Ramsey on 91X. Each week, explore big ideas from Boss Girl startups in the Quinty region through conversations with female founders. Hi, I'm Carrie Ramsey, and on today's show, we're talking about a girl's best friend. No, ladies, I'm not talking about diamonds. I'm talking about that ball of fluff or fur who meets you at the door when you arrive home from work, who wakes you up first thing in the morning to be fed or walked, and who's as much a part of your family as any human in the house. My guest in the studio today is Stephanie Pignoli, the enthusiastic owner of Furball's Choice in Quinty. Stephanie's business provides pet sitting, dog walking, cat boarding, adventure walks, raw dog and cat food, and much more. We're excited to learn more about this business and the woman behind it. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about Furball's Choice. When did the business start and what inspired you to start it? So the business officially started in 2014. Um, I did have dogs and cats that I was caring for before then, but that's when we decided to make it an official business. Great. And so for those of us who may have not been into the business before. In fact, I I have been in there before for my own golden doodle, Fenway. (laughs) But for those who haven't been into the business, what types of products and services do you offer? So at the store, we primarily specialize in natural pet food diets. So they're specific to canine nutrition, specific to feline nutrition, and then our treats, they're all natural as well. And what are some of the advantages of that? Explain maybe to our audience who, you know, pick up the regular food and don't think twice about it. What what is one of the advantages of the natural food that you're talking about? So the natural food provides whole nutrition based on what their biological requirements are. So what a dog and what a cat should eat by nature. So what their bodies are set up to to consume. Um, A lot of the pet foods that we see nowadays that are on the shelves of pet stores and supermarkets, they're normally pretty highly processed. So there's a lot of stuff in there that they don't generally need to consume and it can have uh, negative side effects. So when you talk about raw food, give us some examples. Raw food for dogs, for cats. What does that look like? What is what is some of the product that you supply? So generally, dogs and cats can eat the same food, um, a meat-based diet, organ meat, bone, and muscle meat. Um, Cats being obligate carnivores shouldn't really have any carbohydrates, things like fruits, vegetables, or grains because they don't have the enzymes necessary to break them down. But dogs can generally consume some carbohydrates, so some fruits and vegetables do have added benefits for them. Uh, With our diets, we don't add the fruits and vegetables in. We allow our customers to make that decision, and they can puree them and add them in on the side if they'd like to, because we like to be able to cater to anybody that walks through the door. That's really interesting. So how did you learn about this? And and who do you partner with? Because Or do you provide the food yourself? What is some, what's the process in terms of your business? So basically the way that we got started is our dogs, we have three German shepherds, um, and they were going through some health issues when they were only about two, three, and four years old. And we started questioning the food that we were feeding them. We had some of our, our really good friends mention raw food. And I was like, what do you mean raw food? Are you crazy? Like, I'm not giving my dogs raw meat, right? So I had that um, expectation that a lot of people have. And they're just like, no, that's weird. I'm not feeding my animal raw food. It's it's not right. Um, and so I did a lot of research and we became very frustrated with the fact that our animals were suffering with these yeast infections in their ears and they just wouldn't quit. And our research just led us to raw food. And we were like, yeah, this is the way we need to go. Interesting. So do you... 
use local suppliers or where do these meats come from? So we try to use as local as possible. Um, everything comes from Ontario source butchers. Um, some of our products don't. So the kangaroo obviously doesn't come from Ontario, <laughs> but a lot of the products do. So we use CFIA inspected facilities. So they're government in- inspected facilities they produce for human consumption. So that's where we pur- purchase our meats from. Interesting. So it's almost, it's nutrition for dogs that, and and a lot of people don't think about that. But the fact is that this connection between humans and their pets is, it's it's significant and we care about our animals. Uh, What, where do you think that connection comes from? Or why do you think that's such a strong bond between pet owners and these animals? I think a lot of pet owners are just like myself and my husband, right? They're very much a part of our family. And it's funny, if you look back years and years ago, these animals were not domesticated. They were wild. And now we have them in our households. They provide therapy services for us. They're very much a part of our family. So I think the connection is is real when people get uh, worried about their animals being ill and they really want a good, solid solution. So we're happy to be able to provide that for, for most of the animals that we see. And when we're talking about the health of the animals, I think that's that's key as well, because to keep them healthy helps you avoid some expensive vet bills down the road. Uh, one of the events that we're excited about here at Hello Boss Girl that involves your business as well is our goat yoga gathering that is taking place soon. And it's going to be very exciting. I've never done goat yoga before, but you have partnered with Creekside Yoga in Sterling for an, a while now, I think. Uh, on providing these interesting yoga sessions. Can you explain a little bit more about what goat yoga is all about? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Goat yoga is amazing. Um, And that's what everybody says (laughs) after they come and do goat yoga. They're like, that was amazing. Um, Basically, it's yoga with goats. A lot of people ask us, oh, the goats do yoga. No, the goats don't do yoga. (laughs) They're just there to provide companionship, um, a stress reliever. They're entertaining. They just kind of do their own thing. Um, You might get jumped on by a baby goat and you might have a goat chew on your hair like it's just it's a really cute mellow uh, relaxing environment but we started with Creekside Yoga last year um, and we just decided to keep going with it there was a lot of interest and just for those of you who are trying to picture it in your minds it really (laughs) is a yoga session that's led by a yoga instructor from Creekside Yoga and there's goats milling about uh, on Steph's farm in Corbyville. And the idea then is that they interact with you and and there's some, there's got to be some laughs and giggles. There's lots. In addition to the regular yoga. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. There's lots of snickering going on while the yoga is is taking place. Um, Along with the goats, we do have ducks and chickens and they'll kind of just come through as they please. But the goats are really, uh, they're really into it. They really like human connections. They like to bond with people. So it's, it's nice to see. Well, I, for a moment, looking forward to trying it out uh, a little bit later this season. And I know for the Boss Girls, we're gathering to do it just because it's a, it's a unique networking event. Believe it or not, we're looking at it as as sort of a gathering of, of female entrepreneurs. And you know what? That's one of the cool things is that when people can get together, do something new, and it kind of, you know, I think it injects some creativity into what you're doing when you walk away having done something new because let's let's be honest as we get older we stop trying new things so I think that's a really cool approach so thank you for doing it I'm looking forward to that for sure yeah not a problem so Steph there's a lot of pet stores and pet related businesses in the Quinty area we've heard a little bit about what sets yours apart but in your mind what sets apart Furball's choice so I think one of the main things for us is that we well we started 
in our home. So that's where our store was located a couple of years ago before we got our retail location that we have now that we absolutely love. Um, but I think having the store in our home allowed us to make these really different but deep and beneficial connections with our customers. When our customers come in, we know them by name, we know their animals, um, we can have a normal conversation like we're friends. And it just, I think that sets us apart because we're really, um, we're kind of like a family. Like we, we feel that we play a pretty important part because most of the time they come to us and their animals are dealing with some sort of an ailment and they need something, some sort of a solution. Um, but um, yeah, I've just totally lost my train of thought now. <laughs> That's okay. Um, that was perfect. That was good. How you ended it? Well, I just, yeah, I want to, I wanted to go a little bit more than that, but um, I guess something that sets us aside from, from the other stores, there are a couple stores in Belleville now that do offer raw pet food. Uh, we were one of the first mm -hmm. that offered the raw pet food. So it's nice to see that it's growing. I'm happy to see that people are becoming more educated on what they're feeding their animals. And it's becoming a norm where before when my husband and I, we started and we thought it was weird. So I'm glad it's growing in popularity. But with our shop, when customers come in, we want to make sure that they're educated. So when they come into our shop, they know what they're feeding. Feeding, they know why they're feeding it and they know how to feed it. There's no point in any situation where I would ever just have someone walk in, grab something and leave. So that's great to hear because it's so important to have a unique selling point. I mean, there's so many businesses that offer, uh, you know, services and products in the same brand category. In your case, it would be pet services. Uh, and everyone plays a, an important part in our local market. It doesn't just have to be one, but each business really needs to find its niche in order to build a loyal customer base. So that's that's amazing. Bravo to you for working so hard to develop something you believe in and turn it into a business. And uh, you're doing great. That's so awesome to hear. <laughs> so tell us, what is it that you love most about running your own business? Um, so it's funny because when you begin to run your own business, a lot of people will be like, oh, open your own business and you can make your own hours. And it's so not like that. So don't expect it. It's a lot of hard work. Um, but I have to be really honest and like the animals because mm -hmm. our business is so specific in animal care the animals make everything worthwhile all the hard days anything that happens it's just I absolutely love it well you can tell your passion about what you do and that is crucial because everyone has hard days so it, you just have to keep going and sometimes you need that amazing reason to keep you moving. And I know that the animals are that for you. So that's really cool. So what are some of the challenges that you do face uh, on a daily basis or, uh, you know, in building your business now that you're established? What are some of those challenges that continue to, um, you know, rise up and you have to overcome those? I think with a lot of businesses, there's a lot of different challenges. Um, each business is going to have their own degree of difficulty, and it's probably going to differ from business to business depending on what you're what you're into. Um, but I think the hardest part for us, and probably any business, is just having an idea and not knowing where to start, like not knowing where to go with it. And I think even still, as we grow and we expand, we kind of have these ideas of, oh, this would be cool to add, but how do we go about it? So it's just having some resources to be able to pull those strings together and make it happen. So where do you go when you're at that point, you're thinking of doing something new? What what do you do? Just for someone who might be listening, might be at the same, you know, facing a similar obstacle. What is your solution? How do you go forward? Make connections. I think that's the biggest thing that I could tell anybody. I have a handful of really good 
business owners that have been business for years and they mentor me and I absolutely appreciate it. I can't even tell them how much I appreciate it. But if you can make connections with people that have like-minded ideas or businesses, anyone that you can work off of and be open-minded. So you might get advice from people that you're like, oh, you know, that really doesn't work, but take it in because you'll find all these little bits and pieces and you'll be able to put them together and apply them to your situation. Might not be everything and it might not be exactly how someone else did it, but you'll be able to find your way. Mm, That's great advice. It makes a lot of sense. Well, we've got a great little tune to play for Stephanie and all you boss girls who are listening out there today. This one always makes me smile. It's time to get a little bit country with Carrie Underwood. And the more boys I meet, the more I love my dog on 91X.
That was Carrie Underwood with The More Boys I Meet, The More I Love My Dog on 91X. I'm Carrie Ramsey, and joining me in the Hello Boss Girl studio today is Stephanie Pignoli, the owner of Furball's Choice in Quinty. So Stephanie, you know I have to ask this question because everyone's talking about spirit animals these days. What is your spirit animal and why? <laughs> um, I would have to say, and this has been for years, and I was actually blessed enough a couple of years ago to be able to see this animal face-to-face for myself, um, but orcas. Orcas have played a huge role in my life ever since I was little. Um, they're very family-oriented, and they are for life, and I feel like that really sits with me. That's something I hold true. Um, they're strong. They're independent. They persevere in difficult situations. Um, they're just amazing animals very very courageous and very free-spirited they just they do what's natural for them beautiful that helps us get to know you a little bit better even so (laughs) that's really cool I love that question because it does reveal so much about people so getting back to business then what are some of the skills that you possess that have helped you to build your business because I know it takes a lot of guts to do what you've done uh, building a business from scratch what personal assets did you bring to the table? Uh, patience is a huge one. I find that I'm a really patient person, and you have to be because business growth takes a long time. Um, some people will go into the, the business world expecting it to just happen, and I have to be honest, I did. When I first started, I got very frustrated, and I was like, why is it taking so long, and how come I'm not where I set out to be? I had physical goals that I wrote down, and I thought they were practical, and I constantly had to change them. Um, so patience is huge when you're starting a business. You have to be patient with it and just kind of roll with the punches and, and let it grow itself. And when you're talking about goals, I know that, uh, I I don't know if you've heard of SMART objectives before or SMART goals where they should be specific and measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive. And lately I've been hearing in the business world a lot that people are saying, you know what, don't put a deadline on certain goals because if you don't meet it you think you failed and then you throw that away and you never do it sometimes those goals we have to push the deadline just because of climate because of the environment of what is going on in even you know industry or the market so that one is interesting when you talk about patience because you're right it's important to have goals and every year you know we set out you know where do we want to be at the end of the year because if we don't set those goals we won't, we'll hit nothing, right, obviously. So that's, that's interesting to hear as well, because I think it's okay to sometimes move a deadline if, if it takes a little longer than you thought. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was actually listening to your last interview this past week, and um, the lady you were interviewing, she had said the same thing. And I was in the car and I was listening, and I'm like, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that I can tell people in business. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. If you fail, that's fine. Get up, keep trying, keep going. But it's going to happen. Accept it. Learn from it. But don't stop. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is when I do get into difficult periods, I just think back, where did I come from? Where did I start? And why did I start? Don't ever forget why you started this business. Let that push you. Right. And recognize that failure is a part of the cycle. It's a good thing. It's not like it's not the end. It is a part of the cycle. And then you get up and you keep going and you re-enter and you attempt something new. Because if you stop attempting something new, you know, that's your only situation where you'll not fail, right? So if you're not failing- you'll put a limit on yourself. Right. If you're not failing, you're not trying anything new. So very exciting. So are there any local boss girls that you look up to? I know there's a lot of inspiring women in our area, but is there anyone you mentioned, you know, folks who give you advice, words of encouragement? Is there anyone that, uh, is that for you? 
there's a lot of women that I look up to in business. Um, kind of funny just where our store is located. Kimberly from Deja Vu, she's been amazing. Um, not so much a business, but uh, someone that's very involved in the community. Darlene Quincy from Fix for Life. She's been amazing throughout the years. Allison Davies. Now, she helped me out a lot when I went through the program through Loyalist College in Tremval, the OSEB program. I have to say, like, she's why I have my business. She got me started. That's where I started because I didn't know what to do with my business idea. But there's a lot of women that positively impact me in this community, and I love seeing that. Very, very strong women. There's so much collective wisdom, and I think that all we have to do is raise our hand and ask for help sometimes, and people really do want to help. And you've you've mentioned some, some great examples. And that's hard, too, because we don't always want to ask for help. We want to be like, you know, I can do this on my own. I, I don't need it. Yeah. But it's very important to ask for help. And like I said before, just be open-minded. You don't have to take the advice, but take it in and just listen to it. True. Well, I know that you're very community-minded as well as a business. Tell us about some of the causes that your business supports. So we're very involved with Fix for Life. Every single year they do their strut for strays, and we're always there behind them and supporting them and doing what we can, and throughout the year as well. Um, and I always tell people, if you can't financially support a rescue, share their posts on Facebook, right? Let people know if they're looking for an animal to bring into their home that this place might have something available. Um, the other place we're really involved with is the Queenie Maid Society. They need our support as well, um, but there's a lot of different places. Boxer Rescue Ontario, we're very involved with. And some um, just amazing causes. If people are pet owners, like you say, and they have no more room for animals in their own home, spread the message, help support, go to a fundraiser, uh, and have some fun at the same time. I love the Strut for Strays. We've done that one before as well. And it's fun just to show up with your dog. It's not a whole lot of money to participate, but every dollar counts. So do look for all sorts of events that are coming up in our local community. Well, not every day greets you with its tail wagging, of course. Sometimes it just barks until you can't hear yourself think. So is there a song that motivates you on the hard days? Because we all know that there can be hard days that you're going to face as an entrepreneur. Is there a song that helps get you going and back in the game? There absolutely is. There's a song that I always have on my phone. Um, and sometimes I cry while I listen to it. And sometimes I'm just like, yeah, right? You need it. Um, Miley Cyrus, The Climb. And I've listened to that ever since it first came out. And I just think it's a really motivating song when you need it. Absolutely. We totally agree. So let's listen to it now. With The Climb, this is Miley Cyrus on 91X. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but... There's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb 
by Miley Cyrus on 91X, and I'm joined in the Hello Boss Girl studio today with Stephanie Pignoli, owner of Furball's Choice in Belleville. So Stephanie, is there anything new that we can look forward to in the upcoming months at Furball's Choice? Um, I think we're just going to keep maintaining where we are. The store that we have right now is very new to us. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary of being in the shop in April. Um, so I think we're just going to be maintaining. You'll definitely see us at the local events. We just had Strut for Strays. We're going to have the Wiggle Wiggle Walkathon coming up for the Queen Maid Society. Um, so we'll be around and about. But I think right now we're just focused on on maintaining everything that we've achieved so far, which is just amazing. And for listeners who don't know where you're located, can you explain? Explain to them where the Somerville Center is, because that's where you're located, right? That's correct. What's yeah. the address of that? So the address for the Somerville Center is 6835 Highway 62 North in Belleville. We're just about a kilometer north of the Walmart in Belleville. Excellent. And where can people learn more about your business online? At www.furballschoice.com. Excellent. Well, it has been a real treat to speak with you today, Stephanie. Thanks so much for stopping by the studio. Thanks for having me. So to show our appreciation, we do have a gift bag for you from the Bay of Quinty Regional Marketing Board and the Small Business Centre here at Loyalist College. We'd also like to thank our positively wonderful producer, Kathleen Rankin, who helps make each and every day here at Hello Boss Girl unforgettable. We'd also like to thank you all for tuning in today. We hope that you'll listen in next time as we hear from more inspiring boss girls in the Quinty area here on 91X. 
For more big ideas from Boss Girl startups, follow Hello Boss Girl on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And hear more conversations with female founders and boss girls from the Quinty region each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.